This is a Village Soundcast Network original production. This is Less Than Live with Cater Die, a bi-weekly podcast about comics from all angles. I'm going to talk to you about what I'm reading and doing in the industry, as well as interviewing some of my friends and favorite creators. So come along with me on this journey into geek culture. On today's show, we're switching things up and doing the whole thing from Memphis, Tennessee, with awesome cartoonist and my best friend in the world, Chris Haley. We're answering Twitter questions, talking comics, and telling you more than you ever needed to know about Sloan. Hey, uh, welcome back to our seventh episode. Uh, This is our first remote episode. I am in Memphis, Tennessee right now at, uh, well, I'm waiting to go to Memphis Comic Expo, but right now I'm staying with my best friend in the world, Chris Haley. Hi, Chris. Hello. Chris is a cartoonist. We both work for Comics Alliance, but Mm -hmm. Chris does a lot of other stuff, too. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All kinds of stuff. All, all the things. Comics. The, co- comics. Podcasting. Podcasting. Uh, tweeting. Yes. Uh, sarcastic comments. Instagram. Uh, Instagrams. You- pictures. Reviews of things. Uh, my opinions on things. Uh, if you, I, I eat a lot of pizza. Uh, I like to party. That's uh, true. Yeah, I'm Chris, not a cop. Chris is not a cop. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, all the things. Yeah. So we were here, and uh, as a little change- singing. Singing, you, yeah. yeah, singing, I've heard karaoke, you that. yeah, you know that kind of thing. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, just all the things. Yeah, Chris is basically a Renaissance man. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, impressions. Uh, uh, you oh, know what? Pl- well, all kinds of things. You know, uh, both uh, you know, impressionistic uh, art. Oh. As well as uh, you know, uh, funny voices. Oh. Yeah, you know, uh, I've been in some. You know, uh, be on the TV. You be on the TV. I've been on the TV. Wow! You know, as one might be on the TV, I have been on the TV. You know, uh, yeah, it's, you know, no big deal. You know, no big deal. Movies. You've been in movies. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. I didn't even know. Oh, maybe I'll show you one. Wow. So Chris is uh, a person that is clearly more talented and accomplished than I am. And says uh, the New York Times bestselling author. That's going to come up more than once. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm staying. As it does any time you speak to uh, another human. I don't think that that's true. <laughs> I think you are the one who brings it up every time. Well, I don't think that's true because I wouldn't have known it had you not told me. Well, you would know I, it if you looked at the back of uh, my book. That yeah, says I heard you I complaining am... about it uh, uh, just the other day. <laughs> Complaining about it, you know, like, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, it's just some of your many uh, very important celebrity problems that you have well, to complain about. Yeah, no, I mean, sometimes when people bring me utensils, they're not made out of solid gold, solid or gold or diamonds. Platinum, yeah. Um, which I, I mean, like, still, I don't understand. Even rarer elements that we uh, normal people have not yet heard of. But I am privy to. Yes. Yeah. Like once this. you make that list. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It's incredible. It's yeah. really like an entirely different lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So there is a convention this weekend that we are go- both going to be at. Mm-hmm. Uh, and True uh, enough. Right next to each other. Yeah, we are tabled together. And I am also tabled next to uh, Ian McGinty, who was my first podcast guest. So it's kind of an exciting time. Um, and there's Jenny Frizen's going to be there. It's going to be a whole bunch of people. Mike Norton. Mm-hmm. Who else, Chris? Mike Norton, Jim Mahfood, uh, uh, mm. Derek Robertson, mm-hmm. uh, Benito Serino. Uh, Matt Wilson, also a uh, writer at Comics Alliance and a uh, writer of other comics and writer for the, you know, the AV Club. And uh, yeah, uh, Jerry the King Lawler, uh, whom you may know from uh, wrestling or several ill-fated attempts to run for mayor of Memphis. Oh, wow. Uh, he'll be there with his uh, 
original 1966 uh, Batman uh, Batmobile. Oh, wow. Yeah, you'll get to see it. Do I get to touch it? Uh, he probably wouldn't care for that. Mm. I mean... What if I ask, like, really nicely? Uh, well, he is into uh, young blonde girls, so... <laughs> Thank heavens. You might have a it's shot. It's such a rare interest yeah, for, for people to have. It's such a rare interest for uh, uh, for old men. Yeah. Older men. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, men in their 50s, 60s to, like... Uh, 20 something blonde girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really hard to find. Yeah. For me. It's like a lifelong quest. Yeah. I, well, you know, hey. Yeah. Unicorn, Sasquatch, 50 year old men yeah. who like 20 uh, something blondes. Let's change the topic. Okay. Um. <laughs> you know. I just thought we were talking about mythical creatures. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, 50 year old men are mythical creatures, I think. So we're going to be doing the show, and uh, since I was here, I figured we would do the podcast in a little bit of a different format. So we kind of switched it up. There's not really an interview portion. We just uh, tackled the Twitter questions and comics that we're reading. Took our sweet time, and you will get to listen to that. It's quite enjoyable, I think. Chris, do you think? I mean, uh, hard, uh, barely sweet enough for me, I think. I, we could have talked so much longer about all those things. Well, we'll continue to talk I'm, in I'm, real uh, life. No, who cares? No one can hear it. <laughs> Uh, I don't like to talk unless I know an audience is going to hear, which is why I started a podcast. That's true. You did start a podcast. I did. I like that podcast. Yeah. Hope I hope it comes back sometime soon. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be nice. Yeah. I don't need to tell anyone what any of these things are. I'm sure they'll I, I keep waiting. I'm like, oh, well, you up you, to talk no, about you were it. like, he does this. And I was like, yeah, I do that. And then it's like, but you didn't, I like, I, I felt it would have been a bit gauche of me to, uh, uh, to plug my own things. In such a uh, in such a fashion, but if you, if the uh, if the format demands it, no, you know, here I'll do my best. Um, so you might know Chris's work from a comic called Let's Be Friends Again, uh, or his contributions to Comics Alliance called Comics Everybody, where in comic format you get it, you do a shot every time I say comic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> where in comic format he uh, explains the history of convoluted comic character histories. Yeah, yeah, yeah most recently Star Lord, I believe. Mm-hmm. Is that the latest one? That was, uh, like, sure, adorable. And, uh, I think it was the latest one. I can't recall. <laughs> he's also the co-host of the Gravity Falls Gossiper, mm-hmm. and that is a is is or was a delight. Mm-hmm. It still is. I mean, you can still there's still tons of episodes people can go listen to. I mm-hmm. mean, we were we were off for a bit because there wasn't any Gravity Falls, uh, and now we're off for a bit because uh, Eugene left me. But you know, these things happen. I'm a huge fan of Gravity Falls, so it was exciting when we became friends, and I realized that you were responsible for that. How did how you know someone? Someone, and when I say someone, I mean uh, Zach, my friend, and your uh, acquaintance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you uh, had one meal with and then uh, know him via watching me play video games with him for charity That's over true. The yeah, internet. Chris also plays video games for charity on the internet. Yeah. Um, uh, he asked how we became uh, best friends in the world. And, you know, that's a good question. That is a good question. Um, you don't have to answer it. No, I'm just saying like it's a good it. question. I think we can tell the story People together. might, people might want to know, like, oh, since I'm frequently referring to you as my best friend in the world. Bfitw, yes, because it is a fact. Yep. Um, we met at Heroes Con. True enough. And the first two days we were there, I was very uh, rude and uh, curt to me. You were, you were. I was. Yeah. Curt, yeah. Not the person, but I was uh, short with you. Yes. And um, because I, but I am pretty tall, so that's how most people are with. That's me. true. Yeah. I mean, physically, I am short with you. Yes. Um. So. No, you're uh, all right. You're a you're a good height. Yeah, for, for a lady. For a lady, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like yeah. to add that to most of my accomplishments. Yeah, that's a good accomplishment for a lady. For a lady. Yeah. I'm um, just glad you said it. Well, you know, I have to. It's. It, I think it's my duty to women everywhere, um, to shortchange myself. <laughs> <laughs> 
So we were at Heroes Con, and I was there with my friend uh, Bethany Fong, who the internet knows as Betty Felon, the internet's darling. I believe you, you were there with my friend. Well, okay, yeah, our mutual friend. Mm. What became our mutual friend? Yes. Uh, Betty Felon. Yeah. And her beau, Jordan Gibson. Who is my friend. Yes, and I had met him for the first time that weekend. And uh, yeah, I had assumed that Chris did not know the way back to the hotel, I was foolish because well, first it was my you, first no, time at the convention. First you assumed I didn't know where the restaurant I was walking us to was, yep. uh, even though I had been to Heroes Con many, many years in a row mm-hmm. and eaten at that restaurant every single time I've gone, sometimes yeah. multiple times. Well, this is purely based on the fact that I just don't trust anyone. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. And you specific, you seemed very, you and you were not uh, shy about casting aspersions upon a stranger. Mm-hmm. Who was within earshot mm-hmm. uh, uh, of doubting his, uh, you know, navigational skills? Yeah, no, I was being very rude. Uh, and then, uh, after successfully leading us to said restaurant, mm-hmm. you then did not believe I knew how to get back to the hotel from whence we had come. Mm-hmm. Which you would think, having successfully navigated <laughs> us to the restaurant, would have bought me a little bit of credit. This is my least favorite part of the story. Yeah, you'd think that would have like bought me a little bit of credit for knowing where I was going, and yet. Uh, on a on a you know a return to the hotel, you also thought I would not know how to get to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so all of that happened. Yeah, and I was like, uh, the next day I asked Betty, I was like, um, why is your jerk friend Kate such a jerk to me and hates me so much? Yeah, which is also a question that Chris Sims asked for different reasons, I guess. Yeah, uh, I, for no good reason. I don't I hate uh, any of the Chris's at Comics Alliance. I'm mm-hmm. I'm think you're all lovely. So you know, I guess I'm just a jerk unintentionally. So, two Chris's. Two Chris's, specifically. Um, <laughs> but you didn't even do anything to Sims. Like, no. I, I, you literally said things in my presence saying, like, this idiot doesn't know where he's going. Yeah, I did do that. I mean, that's not what you said, but that was very no, much the spirit like in which you said it. Um, Can I skip to the good part? <laughs> Can I get to the part where it's, where it's where the I next, don't look terrible? Where it's the next day, yeah. and then... Yeah, and then suddenly we have a. But even that night, okay, what was great because even that night, where then the night where we realized we were becoming best friends, mm-hmm. um, mere like it was literally mere minutes before we had our revelatory moment. Yes, uh, you were still being uh, uh, churlish to me. Churlish. Um, you were still being, you know, uh, you were still just you. You had you refused to warm to me mm-hmm. uh, when I was like uh, was we were. We had kind of, uh, because we had so many mutual friends together there, and it's like we kept ending up in the same place on account of said mutual friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like there would be times where we would, like, and I would just try to say something to you, and you're still just like, yeah, I don't know, and look off. Yeah, see, my problem is that my, I mean, it's it's partially my uh, ingrained distrust of men, mm-hmm. and then uh, secondly, my social anxiety, which manifests itself as standoffishness and or rudeness, mm-hmm. uh, because I don't know how to talk to people when I haven't met them before, mm-hmm. uh, and sometimes I do it very wrong, and that's what happened. Yep, it happens but I, frequently. But, but I know you now. Yeah. Yeah. So we're fine. <laughs> you're still you're not still mad at me about that. I'm not still sore about it. <laughs> um, yeah. So. No. I mean, then, uh, then we were we were standing around uh, uh, around a table uh, outside of the art auction at Heroes on Saturday night, mm-hmm. and uh, you took your jean jacket off, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh my lord, you you seem to have a, uh, an amazing tattoo." And I saw the look in your face as you I could you were already assuming I was going to uh, think it was the wrong thing. Yeah. 
And uh, then I said, like, that's amazing. You have a Metaluna mutant tattoo. And then your face changed a little bit. Yeah. And then you were like, wait a minute. You literally, you weren't, you were like, I'm still, I'm not willing to, <laughs> to give you the benefit of the doubt that you might be a decent person. Um, you were like, wait, wait, why, why does this mean something? Why are you, why does this mean something to you? And I was like, well, I mean, I am a big Universal Monsters fan, like fan of that kind of thing. But more importantly, it's because this Island Earth was from the movie they did on Mr. Science Theater, the movie. And then just the, the, uh, the, the, the cold walls of ice just melted away. And mm -hmm. suddenly you were like, oh, now let me be friends with you. Yeah, and immediately I was so excited. And it was partially because I'd had, I mean, I'd had three, I'd just gotten this tattoo like a couple of weeks before. And I was very excited about it. And then immediately after getting it, people started asking me if it was the alien from Mars attacks. Yeah. Which I understand because it is kind of, it's a similar if sort of. If you're an of, idiot. Yeah, if you are a peasant, a person who knows nothing of anything, um, you would assume that it is a Mars Attacks Martian. And If you can't tell the difference in things, yeah. maybe. I if mean, you have face blindness. Yeah, if you've got that disease where you don't see things so good, yeah. I think it's called blindness. Mm -hmm. Regular blindness. Which is fine to mock. That's not mocking. I'm just saying that would be a good excuse for not being able to see the difference. Yes. Um, which would be perfectly reasonable. So I had, I had a bunch of people at the convention that day specifically get, I like go to my tattoo and be like, Oh man, that's so awesome. And I would start to get very excited and be like, Oh yeah. And they'd be like, Oh, Mars attacks. It's the best. And then I started to, what did you these, do with their bodies? Oh, no one will ever know. Cause I can't be arrested in America. That's right. So I was already feeling kind of down about it. And then when you started talking to, to me about it and when you addressed it, I was like, Oh, I really hope this isn't going to happen again, but I'm pretty I sure I hope this is. guy I already hate isn't going to make me hate him even more. <laughs> and, uh, but no, but I was so pleasantly surprised. And then immediately. We started talking about Mystery Science Theater. Yep. And then it was like, uh, we were at a thing where people were drinking. Yeah. It was like, oh, let's go get drinks. Yeah, Betty sent us off. To go get drinks. She could see that it's like, oh, her her witchcraft had worked and yeah. then like, Oh, these two people who I was trying to make be friends will now be friends. <laughs> um, and she sent us off to get drinks. And, uh, then we discovered that there was, uh, at the same time as uh, nerd prom, there was also, um, a, uh, wedding, uh, party. What do you, I mean, what do you call it after the wedding? I don't know. A after wedding, the reception, I guess a wedding reception. Yeah. The yeah. after wedding. The, uh, the, no, that's a reception. That's yeah, what you call reception. it. Yeah. Uh, a reception was also being held in this big hotel, mm -hmm. and uh, we went over to the bar and we saw this happening. And uh, then it quickly became apparent that I was going to have to uh, get pictures uh, with the bride mm -hmm. and, and steal their glow sticks. And yeah, and we were going to have to uh, basically crash this uh, wedding party. Yeah, and uh, uh, so we did, mm -hmm. and they uh, found us a delight. Mm -hmm. So I mean, it's really not even uh, bad that we did it because uh, we were uh, they they were. Uh, Thrilled to have us. It was great because Chris and I both realized very quickly that we were both into uh, games of one-upmanship. Yeah, we were. Uh, I think that the two important thing, the two most important things we established, yep. were uh, that neither of us were cops. Yep, and uh, that we liked to party. We do like to party, and uh, it was it was a delight. And I have all these photos of Chris at, as part of this wedding party. And I'm internally like, I love the idea of the dare of go over and get your photo with the bride. But as soon as Chris actually started to do it, I was like. Oh God, <laughs> what if this all goes downhill? Uh, uh, lucky for me, I knew how charming I can be to yeah. uh, brides' mothers. Yeah, this is very true. Yeah, I went over there and well, that was the whole thing is like I knew I had to like, uh, in you know, ingratiate myself to the 
family first, mm-hmm. not just approach the bride right off. No, you I went your way in very quickly. I went and talked to the mom, clearly the mother of the bride, mm-hmm. and then the uh, aunt and some other old lady of the bride, mm-hmm. and uh, got in with them. And I noticed that the father of the bride was watching all of this very closely. Yeah. Uh, but once you, you know, once you get the uh, once you get the mother and the uh, other old lady smiling, uh, then you know, hey, dad either gets. Dad either gets uh, real mad or uh, it's like, oh, okay, I guess this is all right, and goes back to his drinking. Yeah. It was great. And then, like, the very end of the night, we ran into someone that I'm still not entirely sure whether they were part of this same wedding or not. Oh, boy, that was... That drunk that was, guy yes. who just walked at us. He can't, He was coming at us with a purpose. Like, yeah. he really... From down a very long hallway yeah, that he, no one else was in. He really thought we were someone else. And yeah. then he got to us, and instead of going, oh... I'm sorry, I'm a drunk guy who mistook you for someone I knew. Mm-hmm. He, re- he oh, I mean, I got to give it to him. He doubled down and was just like, I'm going to try to have a conversation with these. I'm going to try to drunkenly have a conversation with these strangers. Yep. He really went for it. Yep. Yeah. And uh, we did nothing but lie to him. Yes. Oh, yeah. We had fake names and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was a great time. Yep. Um, and then uh, from that day And on, thus friendship. We were best friends. Yeah. Yeah. And great. thus friendship. <laughs> and here we are in Memphis. Yep. Uh, the place of, of Chris's uh, home. Living. Living. Yeah. And it's where I do most of my living. Most of it. Yeah. Yeah. All my all the things that make up living in general, I do here. I've mm-hmm. got the sleeping. I've got the eating. I've got the being awake. The sitting. Uh, the standing. Walking your dog. Yeah, the walking. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little bit of the talking. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cleaning. Chores. Yep. Uh, uh, laundry. Yeah. You know, folding. I think sorting. it falls under chores. Yeah, but well, when I think of chores, laundry. Who who could think of laundry as a chore? It's so fun. Uh, you know, I mean, yeah, uh, hat wearing. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, uh, organizing. Okay, so anyway, um, in this uh, <laughs> for this episode, game playing. We approached it a little bit differently, and snacking. Uh, it's a little extra long. Drinking. It's a little extra fun, mm-hmm. and uh, I hope that you're going to enjoy it. Lounging. What is Kate reading now? Alright, so since Chris and I are doing this whole show together, um, we are doing the What Are You Reading section together. And we went to Comics and Collectibles here in Memphis. Right? That's correct. That's correct. I'm uh, waiting for you to say something wrong, and then I can Okay, it. okay, cool. Um, you just, you do what you do. It's all right. podcast. <laughs> so I picked up a bunch of stuff that I could not wait to read until I got home. Um, there's a new issue of Captain Marvel, but since I'm a couple issues behind, I am going to get that when I get back to Halifax, because I haven't been keeping up. But I did pick up Miss Marvel, uh, and Adrian Alfona is back on art on that after the two issues with Jake Wyatt, and it is a delight. I'm having so much fun with that comic. It just keeps being adorable. Um, so that was really great. A um, new issue of Velvet is awesome. Ed Brubaker described it on Twitter as being the the all-men issue everyone was <laughs> waiting for. Because Velvet, uh, the titular character, is not really in it very much at all. It's all about kind of the men in her life in the comic. Yeah, I feel like there really has been an outcry about there not being enough men in comics. Yeah, definitely. It bo- I mean, you know, both characters and then behind the scenes making them i really it seemed like there's not enough i mean the industry is so overrun with women yeah yeah it's really a shame it's uh, i don't know it's uh, over it's so over i don't even know if overrun is a powerful enough word it's more like infested yeah i mean you are the only guy i know working 
in comics. I mean, if you can call it working. Or like associated with comics. Yeah, like sort of in the general vicinity of comics. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, for good reason, I guess, but like, you know, it would be... My general general, uh, feminine-liness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so this was, you know, it was a nice, it was a nice change to see a little less, uh, you know, women, women, just clamoring for a, a male protagonist or, or not even protagonist. I mean, yeah. hell, a, a, a side character. Mm-hmm. That's the outcry I've been hearing on, yeah. you know, on the internet. Just once. Just once. If there was, if, if there were but one male character. I just, I mean, they hinted at one point that it, that Miss Marvel was going to, I mean, finally be, you know, Mr. Marvel. Yeah. And that that was going to start happening. That seemed exciting for a moment. Yeah. But, you know. It, like, it's just they keep, they tease you with these things. Mm-hmm. Like having, like if they would just do a superhero movie with like a, a male protagonist. Yeah. I mean, why can't we see some powerful men with amazing abilities, you know, doing something on it's a. Just, I mean, we've had like seven Birds of Prey feature <sighs> films at this point. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know the, the years and years of different television series. Oh, yeah. That like Hawk Girl is in its like seventh season at this point. I mean, the just the clo- the clothing you see everywhere, the breakfast cereals, the fruit snacks and none of it. Not that, a man like, the on branded, any of it. The branded high heeled shoes yeah. is the thing where I'm like. But, but only men are allowed to wear them. Yeah. I don't understand. I don't I don't get it. Um. So yeah, so it was nice to see, you know, Brubaker, who, I mean, it's so kind that, that he's been given work on account mm-hmm. of his handicap of being a man. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it was, it was a real joy uh, to see him be able to represent his, him, himself a mm-hmm. little bit, his friends and, you know. Now, do your like, listeners understand jokes or, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not sure. I haven't interacted with uh, too many of your listeners. So, uh, you know. Well, let's hope so. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you're listening to this and confused, um, look, it's called yeah. Look up humor. Look, uh, up, look up deadpan. Yeah. <laughs> um, that seems to have been a real problem you've had while you were here at Memphis's Comics and Collectibles. Yeah. Was uh, how deadpan everyone was in our sense. Of I'm humor. so confused. I can never tell if anyone's kidding or not. Now, do you guys have humor in Canada? Um. Well, like it was. It was introduced in 1994. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's still it's still roughly new. Well, yeah, I mean, because kids in the hall yeah. happened, yeah. and um, you know there was a national outcry against it because people were so confused. Yeah, they didn't get what it. What, it's like why why yeah. are these people saying things that they don't mean? I mean, like cross dressing is a very big proud part of Canada's history. So I mean, that's why it was so predominantly. That's what included. I thought. That, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I figured that's what the flag was about. But yeah, yeah, but you know the the joke aspect of it was I think people just it took a really long time for people to latch on to the fact that you can say something and it like it's it's not serious and it's meant to make you it means like, it, it, yeah it doesn't mean what it what it seems like it would mean on the mm-hmm. on the surface yeah there were booklets handed out and I think that really helped okay okay but, you know they didn't get to everyone there's, there's been a lot, a lot of pamphlet people. talk this episode yeah well I'm, I'm trying to take this podcast in a new direction <laughs> pamphlet Cast. cast. Yeah. Okay. We just discussed. Well, I just assumed it meant that Canada was really big on pamphlets. Yeah. Well, you know, I as mean, like as a source of national information, like we could, we, we're still. I know you guys only have like getting a, the internet. Yeah. One. So. I know you only have like a, a half hour of television uh, a week. Yep. 
and then uh, the music is only for an it's hour, one hour a week. It's one yeah. hour, but it's on Newfoundland time. Well, yeah, but if the makes you know it stands to reason that you'd have a little bit more music time than TV time because music has been around longer. So yeah. I, I assume eventually you guys will move up to the full hour of television, or at least forty five minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, well, we'll get there. But I mean, it's a very we're a very sensitive people, and you don't want to. You don't want to shock anybody. You don't want to it's startle. So, it's so cold yeah. all of the time that everyone's sort of like, their hearts are very fragile. Yeah. Oh, I assume that everybody is very uh, easily startled. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you know, I assume from living in the wilderness, yeah. you guys very much uh, behave. I mean, there's some very edgy talk about us getting like horror movies at some point. I assume when you say horror movies, though, you mean like those, like, uh, you know, black and white 1950s American. Oh, if that. I'm like, talking like silent films maybe like maybe oh okay maybe well well i i wouldn't advise for that since some of those silent films are utterly horrifying shocking yeah Yeah, i mean i mean uh humor aside uh some of those movies are terrifying (laughs) i also read hawkeye number 20 oh good (laughs) which is kate bishop's last issue um because i think the series is, is winding down um which is a shame i'm so sad i love it uh but You're sad that you love it? No, I'm sad that it's ending mm. um, because I do love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this issue, I think, was very confusing for me because it's been so long in between issues that I kind of forgot what was happening. Yeah. Um, I love Annie Wu's art, and I've, I've talked about that before. You know, she's amazing. So it's, it's a- and the, Is the issue, like, Kate-centric? Yeah, because that's how they, what they started doing. And when they originally announced it, it was so exciting because it was like, oh, it's going to be, you know, two issues of Hawkeye that David Aja is going to be drawing and then two issues of Kate Bishop that Andy Wu is going to be drawing. Which, and then they, she's great. She's amazing. And then they did a couple of them and they were like, oh, now the series ending. Series is ending, so. Oh, that's a huge bummer. Now, yeah. what uh, what kind of uh, outfits did Kate try on in this in this issue? Oh, there's a whole um, there's a whole montage section where she's talking to different people and wearing different outfits in every frame. I, I assume she's talking about Hawkeye. No. To the other people. No. She's talking about her investigative private eye business. I mean, she mentions Hawkeye in, in the comic a, a few times. Yeah. Yeah. That's I assumed that, well, I just assumed, you know, she would, if, you know, everyone would, be, anytime she would be talking about something to other people, it would be in reference to him. No. Since he, boy, you're really not letting me have this one. No, I'm really not. I was really <laughs> trying to like... I'm sorry. I mean, that joke works as a way to say, you know, to highlight how good the book is. If, yeah. If we, we say these, if I make this joke. And, okay. You know, it's not true. I'll give you the next one. But no, no, that was the last one. <laughs> I doubt that. <laughs> um, I also picked up a couple of new series. I tried uh, Hexed, which I had, which had been recommended to me because it was a series that I think Emma Rios had drawn when it was like as a relaunch of a series and Emma Rios had drawn it and it was like one of, one of her first things or her first comic work and she's doing the covers on this series but um it's being drawn by somebody else and uh, Who's, who puts that out um i left it in the other room oh but by the time that you talk i will know oh, okay fair <laughs> enough i'm pretty sure uh, uh i think boom's doing that one but uh it's neat it's got a it's what's got it about magic there's some magic going on curses mm. uh the dark arts i do know a lot a about museum. that subject yeah yeah yeah, you do. I do. It's really weird. Um, so yeah, that's that's pretty cool. And like, I just sort of flipped through that one. I haven't got to read the whole thing yet, but uh, I'm going to. So, so since you haven't read it, it's really mm-hmm. not fair for you to put it in your uh, 
what you're I read reading. the first seven pages, and I liked them a lot. <sighs> well, yeah. I guess if we can judge all books on their first seven pages, it's a it's a wonderful uh, we quick reading world. It's my podcast. Do what you like. Um, <laughs> I also read the entirety of Copperhead Number One. Oh, which I also really liked. It's a space western, Ooh. which is a genre that I occasionally will uh, dip my toe into. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it. What are some other space westerns you like? Uh, Firefly. Okay. <laughs> okay. Good answers. <laughs> <They're>, <sighs> good answers. Well, I had been told that East of West was really good, but I haven't oh, read it. Okay. That is also a space western. Hmm. I'm really not. I'm, I'm, anyway, no. this comic is great. Um, it looked neat. Yeah, it's really cool. It's a woman and her son. Oh, um, uh, never mind. <laughs> I don't need no comics with women. Again, you're really, folks. You're really this, going yeah, back on is, your. Uh, this is jokes. <laughs> jokes. So yeah, it's uh, a woman and her son moving to this like uh, planet because obviously something terrible has happened on the planet she was on before. She had, you know, they, they don't really explain what happened, but they had to get away from a situation um, possibly that she had caused. So they moved to this new planet and uh, right away a bunch of bad stuff starts happening. And uh, it's it's pretty cool. She's a really interesting character. She's would you not- say that the would you say that the bad stuff um uh you know sort of uh forwards the plot? I would say that. Okay. Yep. Mm. Uh, it's violent. There's mm. some cool looking aliens. Mm. Um, and uh, a neat last page. Neat. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just gonna say she's a really interesting character. I really, I really, I really screwed you on that one. I'm sorry. That's okay. What I wanted. <laughs> what did I you wanted, want me to do? What I wanted you to do is. You were naming, okay, so, you know, of course, there's a rule of threes yeah. in comedy. Mm-hmm. And you had said, there's this. And I was like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And you were like, there's this. And I was like, mm-hmm. And then I had a really good, like, really into it, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Cued up for that third thing you were going to say. And I was trying to go, like, give, I was dying for that third thing. And it didn't happen. I'm so sorry. Yeah. It looked like I, it, you were already in the midst of it. I was trying to give you this, like, one more, but you took it as a like. Oh, is he wanting me to pause? But no. get off on being withholding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm I... just trying to be entertaining. <laughs> That's the thing. I mean, it doesn't. I I had it in my mind. It happened in my mind either way. Yeah. But it didn't get to happen for the listeners. They're gonna be like, "This is the worst episode ever." Yeah. Why did you let this brain jackass on your show? <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm sure someone will say that now. Yes. Um, that you've given them that. That'll be the t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> this brain jackass <laughs> yeah. with Chris and Kate. Just a picture of my face. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you let this brain jackass on your show? That'd be great. It'll just be your face on like a cartoon, like the Shrek donkey, <laughs> which we will get the rights to. Um, my last, my last thought to finish that is I do like Copperhead because the main character, the female protagonist is not very likable oh. in the first issue. She says some stuff that you're like, oh no, this isn't classic, like set you up to like the hero dialogue. Like, you know, they're saying this thing that you're like, yeah, I'm rooting for you. She says a couple things you're like, oh, she, she's, a, she's a jerk. What are some comics you didn't like? I don't know. I never talk about comics I don't like what are on some, the show. What are some, uh, who are some people you don't like? Well, I'm not going to do this. <laughs> Chris, what did you read this week? I try and keep this positive. I'm negative enough on the internet. Yeah, no, I know. But I mean, <laughs> usually I'm used to always having a podcast where I, you know, like I was always, that was very much our thing was about being, you know, trying to be positive, enthusiastic mm-hmm. and stuff. And it's like, now I can come ruin yours. 
I can be on yours and be all negative and hateful. Chris, what um, did you hate this week? No, just I, in general. No, I try to not. I try to not be about things I hate. I try to just look at the fun stuff. So, what did you like? Um, oh, Teen Dogs out this week too. Well, way to take that one right out of my mouth. I'm so sorry. I read it before, and I oh, big shot over here. I am. Yeah. Very fancy. Very Rolled fancy. Rolled up in my golden uh, Corvette. I uh, can't drive a car, but okay. <laughs> you literally would have rolled up in it. Like, it would have come rolling down the street I, in a tumbling If you would fashion. let me finish, I had a chauffeur Oh. to the special, the VIP comic store, mm. where they had my advanced copy waiting for me Ooh. on a plate ah. handed to me uh-huh. by yes. a... Uh-huh. Good one. I'm glad you went with it. <laughs> really did a great job there. So, did you read Teen Dog? You, you set us up. You set us up, and then you really <laughs> let us down. Uh, um, uh, uh, you know, I don't so much read comics as buy them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, these are comics that I probably would have read if there hadn't been a uh, you know uh, a horrible Canadian here taking up all my free time. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but the comics I bought were uh, about the first two issues of Steven Universe. Mm -hmm. uh, written by Jeremy Cerise, who is also an amazing artist. Turns out he's also a great writer. Um, and But uh, more importantly, and even if I didn't already like Steven Universe, uh, I would be, uh, you know, I would have bought this comic, you know, a million times over uh, <laughs> because Coleman Engel is drawing it and like, goodness, just what a wonderful world we live in where we get to have a monthly comic with art by him. The only bad thing is that it's not like um, a weekly or perhaps daily comic by him. Uh, I'm just so in love with his art. It's ridiculous. It's so fun. It, I, I just, I, it's, you know, and all the, I feel like, you know, all the stuff I get though, is like, man, here's another artist that I just couldn't love anymore. It's a, it's a wonderful time to buy comics. If you uh, are me and you like <laughs> art that I like, um, I also bought, um, uh, what else did I buy? I bought uh, a bunch of my stuff was like catching up because I actually hadn't been to the comic shop in a while um, for this reason or another reason or perhaps that other reason. Mm. That other it, was, really it was, you know, I had reasons and those reasons amongst those reasons were this, that and the other thing. Um, I got the last two issues of All New Dupe uh, because uh, uh, Peter Milligan and Mike Allred's X-Force slash Ecstatics is like one of my favorite comics of all time. And uh, Dupe is a favorite character. And, uh, you know, Peter Milligan returning to that character is very exciting, even though it was just a miniseries. Uh, and David LaFuente's art is Supoib. Uh, so that was super cool. Uh, I got Teen Dog. Uh, I haven't got to read it yet, but I did like flip through it in the uh, comic shop, which was sold out of it. Mm -hmm. which is exciting for Teen Dog. It is exciting. Um, all right, Roxy, you just take off. and um, Roxy's the cat. Yeah, Roxy's the cat that uh, decided to come be a part of the podcast for a moment and then was like, this podcast is boring. And she took off. You could um, almost say she was a podcat. Oh, boy. You could say that if you were an idiot. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but so... Uh, yeah, the, the comic shop sold out, so that was exciting for Teen Dog. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sure uh, Boom's excited about that. I'm sure Jake's excited. Yeah. Uh, oh, first name basis, are we? I'm friends with Jake. Well. There you go. Um, <laughs> so, uh, 
um, I can't wait to cash in this uh, name dropper jar. You've been have you've been forced to leave money in mm-hmm. the whole time you've been here. Yeah, every time I drop a name, I'm supposed to leave money in a jar. You're supposed to drop some money in the jar, which yeah. is how I'm going to fund. Uh, you're gonna all be so my, rich. It's how I'm going to fund all of my various operations I'll need to mm-hmm. keep living. I can't wait to get home and say my friend Chris Haley <laughs> yep. had a name drop jar, yep. and then have to put money in. The name drop can- Canadian, but then you can put Canadian because here you have to put American money in it. Yeah, um, you can switch back to your uh, goofy money there. It's, it's not perfectly. Your loonies and your toonies, yeah, it totally sounds like real money. <laughs> it's real money. Does not sound like you can use it. You can exchange it for goods and services. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I hope uh, everyone enjoyed the sound of the cat using the litter box in the background. <laughs> I don't think she was even using it. I think she just likes to go <laughs> in there and make some noise. Yeah. Um, uh, I also got uh, yeah. I haven't, Teen Dog looked neat. I just got to flip through it. I liked Jake Lawrence's art before uh, this happened. So like I, j- I knew him from the internet. Mm-hmm. I mean I didn't know him. Okay, from well the I've internet. never met him. But I mean I you know I was familiar with his work from the internet. But he's going to be at New York Comic Con. Well, yeah. It's a, well, they're doing a whole big like Teen Dog launch thing. So it's it's really exciting. I hope there's pizza. I'm sure there will be. I wish I had some right now. Me too. No, you don't. You don't like pizza. Yeah, I just wanted to be part of it. <laughs> I just wanted to feel like I was part of the club. Um, I also got, uh, I had like missed a couple issues of Daredevil, which, I mean, you know, Chris Somney is pretty hard to beat. Um, I got um, the issue of, uh, uh, what is it, Cartoon Network's, IDW's Cartoon Network Super, what, Secret, Super Secret Crisis War? Super Secret Crisis War, the Johnny Bravo issue, because uh, it's drawn. But I mean, I've gotten several of the issues of the of this big cartoon character crossover in comic form. Oh, have you? Yeah, um, I haven't gotten the Billy and Mandy one because right. I heard it was terrible. But yeah. um, but I got this one because uh, our friend Erica Henderson uh, did the art for it, which is exciting. So I finally got to pick that up. And um, your friend Erica Henderson, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Your friend. Mm-hmm. You put. Are you gonna put money in that jar? No, because she's my friend. I'm not saying that like, oh, check out this celebrity that I'm friends with. Wow. Just saying she's my friend. I wasn't saying it in a name drop kind of way. And I said our friend. Oh, that's true. You know, Erica, yeah. 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 I mean, so yeah, that really backfired on you, didn't it? Her art's really great. It is. (laughs) Um, So uh, I got that. I got like a couple issues of uh, All New X-Men, which is my favorite X-Men book that uh, I was behind on. And uh, last and probably least in most people's eyes, would be I got the uh, Superboy Future's End one shot, which got one I, of them fancy lenticular covers. Indeed, three D lenticular give you uh, make you feel like your eyes are going weird on you um, covers, and I, I don't know what on earth. I mean, I, I don't read a lot of DC stuff because a lot of it is so terrible. Um, no offense, <laughs> none taken, Chris. Uh, not you, but to oh. the people who make it. I mean, there's DC stuff that I do like, and there's upcoming books I'm excited about. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, we don't have to name names, but I'm sure everyone knows which ones we're talking about. Just name a couple. Uh, well, there's the, uh, what's it, uh, uh, Bat Lady? Um, Bat. Bat Gal? Bat Bat Gal? Bat Chick. Uh, Bat, uh, Bat Flirt, I think it is. Wow. (laughs) Bat Flirt. (laughs) Wow. You really went there. Yeah, but no one understands. Nope. Um, so, uh, uh. But that one was so that was that was bat just girl. that was just for you. Me <laughs> saying bat flirt was just for you. So because I get it. Yeah. So don't give me a hard time about it. I won't. Um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Anyway, but uh, I randomly I picked up just for whatever reason with all that you know flood of uh, 
hard to look at covers. I, for some reason, I picked up the Superboy one, and I have no idea what you know made me pick up that one over some of the others. And lo and behold, the art in it is by Ben Caldwell, who is like an amazing artist, and he doesn't normally just do comics. He was the guy that did um, the uh, Wonder Woman uh, comic, though, in Wednesday Comics. Oh, uh, that's so beautiful. Exactly. He wrote and drew that, oh. and uh, he's like a master, but most of his stuff is, uh, he does, you know, he's usually working in uh, animation, and he does comic stuff, but it's like his own kind of, it's his own stuff, or it's like Dare Detectives, or it's like where he did like a series of, uh, he was like the person behind a series of uh, comic adaptations of like great literature, and uh just it was like oh my gosh what an exciting uh thing to randomly find and not know about so it was such a nice surprise and the art looks great and who knows what the story is going to be like but you know i can always just look at the pictures <laughs> so there you go so that's what i got i mm -hmm. haven't read any of it other than just kind of flipping through it. but all of my comics are just based on art anyway so it's like it doesn't matter if the stories are good and, you know, it, it's great when they are but if the story's <laughs> bad it's just like boy look at these pretty pictures comics sure are a visual medium I feel really good about that as a writer. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. I'm not saying everybody's like that. I mean, and I love good. I mean, there's writers I follow and who I will read, even if their oh, yeah. stuff is bad. Yeah, you're an artist too, though, so don't yeah, get uppity about it. I'm not. I'm just joshing. <laughs> <laughs> don't get on your writer high horse. Don't get on your New York Times bestselling oh author high horse. Ooh. Uh, anyway. it, must be, it must be so tough being so multi-talented. <sighs> yeah, I mean. You I'm would a, not believe the blood sacrifices that I have to do. <laughs> On a daily basis. Well. Anyway, so that's what you're reading? I guess that would explain what you've been doing in the bathroom for so long. <laughs> I wish it could. I wish it could even begin to cover. Well, that's what I've, yeah. I mean, I haven't been reading any of them, but if that's what I've been flipping through and admiring the art. Works for me. Wishing I could uh, kill those people and eat them to steal their powers. <laughs> Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, where you can get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com forward slash less than live. There are approximately 1 billion titles to choose from for whichever media device suits your fancy. Don't quote me on that number. There are a lot. Overwhelmed by choices? Listen, I got you. The BBC radio production of Neil Gaiman's Neverwhere, which is awesome, is now available on Audible. I'm talking James McAvoy, Christopher Lee, Anthony Head, who is Giles, by the way, and Natalie Dormer. You know how I feel about Natalie Dormer. It's an awesome recording, and with our trial, it's free. You can't argue with that price. Just head to audibletrial.com forward slash less than live and let those beautiful accents take you away. She's so sweet. Caleb is gonna answer your tweets. So your friend and mine, um, Bay Area, on Twitter, also known as at least. I mean, friend. Person. You say that we're both aware of, <laughs> asked, yeah. what are your favorite Sloan albums and songs? Full album rankings appreciated, Chris, which is a great question for a podcast about comics. Yeah, and he also said full album rankings appreciated, Chris. In all capitals. That's how he wrote it. Mm. Um, well, first of all, uh, you know, I appreciate that he thinks that uh, he knows more about Sloan than I do just because he's from Canada. Or that he, uh, you know. Well, we are handed those booklets at birth. <laughs> yeah, that are talking about Sloan. Yeah. I mean, anyone born after, like, 
1973, I think, was given that booklet. It was, I mean, some of them were prophetic. Yeah, I, I assume that some of them would have to have been, uh, you know, like uh, sacred texts. Yeah. Uh, telling, foretelling. Yeah. Um, okay, well, uh, go ahead, Noob. What are your favorite Sloan albums and songs? Yeah, well, that's not a question for me. I don't know. No, the full album rankings appreciated, Chris, was his question for me. Oh, okay. I mean, I can answer the other part, too, but... Well, I don't... I mean, I just... Okay, so oh. my introduction oh, okay. right. to Sloan... This is uh, great. This is real local. Some real local fun. <laughs> yeah. you, nothing that comics people enjoy more than hearing about Sloan. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, if they don't, that's their problem, it frankly. Really is. I think it's, that's on them. It's a thing we have in common. So I, uh, I'm i from Halifax, Nova Scotia, which is uh, a very famous place <laughs> if you're from near Halifax, Nova Scotia, mm -hmm. uh, which is uh, where Sloan sort of got started as mm -hmm. far as I Half know. Half of the band is from Halifax. See, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Um, but uh, I had never really been aware of Sloan until uh, Chris and I became friends when we met in at Heroes Con. Mm -hmm. Where? In North Carolina? Is mm -hmm. that where that was? Yep. Um, Charlotte, North Carolina. Charlotte, North Carolina. Beautiful downtown Charlotte, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Home of NASCAR. Right. Eat at this Buffalo Wild Wing. We dare you. <laughs> it's it's a dare. <laughs> yep. Um, so I had never I had never been familiar, and then when I got home, um, Chris sent me the his intro beginner's guide to Sloan. Uh, it's a uh, uh, come on, come on, come on, and uh, a beginner's guide to Sloan. Yeah. See? Yeah. Which had you made a little cover art for it. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah. It's cute. Um, I like to do a thing right if I'm going to do a thing. Uh-huh. You know. So that is pretty much the extent of my uh, Well, it's like I think I talked to you about I think I talked Sloan. to you about Sloan and you're like, "Oh yeah, they're from here, but I don't give a shit about them because uh, I'm from here and like yeah. it's not a big deal to me." And I was like, "Well, you clearly you are the one missing out here." Yeah. Um, so my the extent of my knowledge of them is pretty much that uh, mix CD, mm. and then like mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> good, good, which is great. I'm really doing my people proud. Yep. Um, but uh, the the one song that really stood out to me is "Coax Me." I think that's my favorite song. That's my oh, favorite song original. now. I know. Mm. I don't. I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> Things so are popular sometimes because they're good. You're so defensive. I'm very defensive. You don't have my this, is, this is not a defensive issue. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, that's a very original choice. Okay, so I... And I no, that's a great song. Actually, I think I think Coax Me is the first Sloan song that I heard back a million years ago. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's a good answer. Thank you. Good answer, Chet. <laughs> All right, full album rings appreciated, um, Chris. My, uh, my favorite Sloan albums are uh, Between the Bridges and uh, Action Packed. And, I mean, well, this is, like, a hard question because it's, like, um, I like them all, and they all have songs I really like. Um, it'd been easier if you'd ask me to rank the members of Sloan, <laughs> one in order of preference musically, and then one, and and you know, then another one in uh, order of cuteness. Do the cuteness um, one. Uh, that would be uh, Andrew's the cutest. Okay. And then uh, Chris. Mm -hmm. And then Patrick. Mm -hmm. And then uh, then Jay. It sucks to be Jay. It does suck to be Jay. And he gets that because uh, he was uh, rude to me. Unlike your, uh, you know, I was expecting this famous Canadian hospitality. Which you can normally come to expect. Yeah, especially from, uh, you know, from Nova Scotians, apparently. Haligonians, yeah. specifically. Oh, That's what they're called. Canceled. Like that? Fired. You like that? What <laughs> are people up, from Memphis called? Shot out of a rocket into space. What are There's no G called? in Halifax. Why would you add a G in there? Well, because what? Memphians? 
What? It's pretty easy. That sounds like you're from under the ocean. No, it doesn't. A little Come bit. on. Come on. <laughs> you're better than that. Um, <laughs> I don't know who um, I am. <laughs> so, yeah, no, but Jay was, of the, uh, the first time I met the band, the, he was the only one that was... Uh, churlish to me the others churlish. were all the others were all very uh uh kind and i i, I this is a trip i like a 16 hour trip i had made to see them where uh in uh ohio no oh. in the middle of a snowstorm oh yeah and uh everyone else was like uh very super nice to me hmm. and um jay was not Wow. So take that, Jay. Even though I do, in, in order what an of, asshole. In order of musicality, though, <laughs> it, I like Chris, then Jay, Whoa. then Patrick, then Andrew. So does that forgive his transgressions? Uh, not, no. No. It doesn't. You still hate him? I don't hate him. I mean, it's would just. Would you hit him? No. No. I would be probably shatter if I did. Yeah. He'd burst into a cloud of dust. Oh. He's so slight and fragile. Oh. See, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. 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 Surprise, surprise. Don't even know about your local heroes. All right. That's that question. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> it's all good, man. I like, uh, 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 yeah, Action Packed was like a really big deal one to me, even though that's like uh, one of, probably like one of their less successful albums, but it was it was a real big deal to me. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Twice Removed has twice been voted the best album ever recorded in Canada. Wow. I hope you guys are enjoying the Sloan cast you tuned in for. <laughs> so you're just getting to know you. Yeah, well, you getting know. Getting to know my lack of knowledge about Well, what they're Sloan. getting to know is, as you have gotten to know, is yeah. that when you ask me a question yes. about something that I know about, uh, it is like pulling the cord it's on one of those. Reading the entire Wikipedia article. Yeah. You cannot get the cliff notes. It's like, yeah, talk, asking me a question is like being forced to read the entire Wikipedia article. Which makes for great radio. I mean, I certainly can talk for a long time. <laughs> um, okay, so there's another question that is more specifically for me, but I'm going to ask it anyway, and Chris, you can fake it. Oh, good. Um, Just what I was hoping to do on this podcast. Yeah, no, it's actually, you know what? We're going to skip that one because that doesn't make any sense. Um, no, no, I might want to go to Ireland. Come on. <sighs> You're spoiling it. Answer your questions. All right. Um, Tweedledee, who's, why do people, okay, when people, <laughs> it's like, this is your Twitter name. At A7X Diarmuid. Uh, well, the A7X is for Avenged Sevenfold as a is band. It? Yeah. Oh. That's it. So clearly Tweedledee is a big Avenged Sevenfold fan. Wow. Yeah. I know lots of things. Oh. I don't know anything about music. I now, just... the Diarmuid, <laughs> I am less certain about. Okay. But the A7X is Avenged Sevenfold. Right. Uh, yeah. Backcountry was a great song, wasn't it, Tweedledee? That's a song He's like sitting him. there, just like giggling now. Oh, the, in, he, the, in the future. In the future, he 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 uh, is in uh, wrapped uh, uh, joy. Let's just say joy. There's another word I'm looking for, Are and it's get not there? quite. Mm. Anyway, um, so he asks, uh, "What are you looking forward to the most about your trip to Ireland?" And Tweedledee, wasn't it great when um, when Avenged Sevenfold went away for a couple years and really learned how to play their instruments? And then came back and were a really good band. Wasn't he, that exciting? He can't answer you. No, but I mean, he'll he'll be thinking about it. Yeah. When he hears this, he just wants to know about my trip to Ireland. Okay. Well, you know, maybe he because well, he wants to know about your trip to Ireland because he thinks that's a thing that's going to get him answered. Oh, I, you know, I guess. You know, but we can just talk about Avenged Sevenfold. Oh yeah, I could. There's. <laughs> 
I'm <laughs> just kidding. I couldn't talk about that. Um, I am most excited about my trip to Ireland because I am I'm staying with some friends I've never met, so that's going to be exciting. I get to hard to call them friends then. Uh, well, internet friends. Okay. There's they're friends that I haven't met, which I guess if the song is to be followed means they are strangers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so my strangers. There needs to be way more uh, just uh, musical references on your show. I don't think there needs to be. That's uh, not what people are. Well, you know. I, mean, I guess people have diverse interests. Yeah, you know, people don't just like comics. You That's know? true. Some people. I mean, I don't know any, but. Yeah, me either. Well, I mean, this guy clearly likes Avenged Sevenfold. All so. right. And that, that other guy likes Sloan. Yeah. Well, he didn't say he likes Sloan. He just wanted oh. to know about them. Okay. Well, I am looking forward to you. Uh, I'm, we're going to go to some distilleries, as far as I'm told, and go on a ghost tour. I could have answered this question for you because I, I know the part you're most excited about. My ghost tour? Yeah. I'm very excited about that. I'm kind of a wimp. I'm like a huge <laughs> scaredy cat. So um, the idea of a ghost tour is both exciting and terrifying to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. I, I think it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. That's pretty Tell much it. What, what's it called? The Hellfire Club. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's about comics. It is about comics. And it's, I haven't like looked it up yet to see what that actually consists of. I can't believe. Wait, you haven't looked up what the comics part no, consists of? No, no, I know, I know what the Hellfire Club is. I'm okay. familiar with that. Are you? Vaguely. All right. Mm, and yeah. I know that it means people are in corsets and fancy <laughs> clothes. <laughs> yes. You've gotten directly to the heart of it. Thank you. You're welcome. Sorry for doubting you. Thank you. Uh, never again. Um, okay, there there are two other questions. We're going to do four this time. Is this, how many? Is, I normally do three. Oh, I figured you would want to do uh, a lot more than that. Well, we can, we're going to do, because this is all we got. Oh, Because wow. look up there in the Twitter account, that's you. That's Bummer. just you. People Bummer. are at I work. thought you were popular. I don't. <laughs> I don't. <clears throat> uh, Donnie Kicklighter, whose Twitter name is at Deaf by Jazz Hands. That's a good name and that's a good icon. Name. Yeah. What is that? I don't know. I like it. It's cute. Yeah. I like the art style. Cool guy. Good for you. Maybe maybe that that icon is Donnie Kicklighter. Do you think that's what he looks like? Maybe. Has like a little... Maybe this is like an animated character who has a Twitter account. Okay, so he has like a little hat with like... Is that like a light on it? It's got an arrow in it. It's an arrow stuck in it. He's got a big red nose. Yeah. And a little business shirt and tie and pants. But he's like kicking up dust as he moves. As he... Yeah, as he runs. Yeah, but he can't be like... He's sweaty. He's sweaty. Like he's nervous. Like he's running away from something. I mean, there's an yeah. arrow in his hat, so clearly he It looks he like is, he's got like a five o'clock shadow there, yeah. too. Kind of an Indiana Jones look about him yeah. slightly. An adventurer. Yeah, but it looks like he's got little... Has he got little gloves or is that... No, I guess that's skin color. It might just be his hands. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? But you got... Let's... I mean, I, I feel like we could talk even further at length about this <laughs> little avatar. Mm-hmm. And this um, avatar is not going to have anything to do with this guy. This is some other property that, you know, someone yeah, else like, owns. Just and we're just, that. yeah, yeah, we're just giving all this free advertising to, but, uh, or, or there are people who know exactly what this is. And they're like, how do you idiots not know what this is? They're going to be Idiot. Like, obviously, of course, this yeah. is what that is. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm apologizing Whoa. to the listeners. In a racist Canadian impression. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, I won't tell them what you said earlier this morning. Please but... don't. Okay. Um, Donnie enough. Kicklighter wants to know, <laughs> do you prefer working inside an existing property versus creating your own world from scratch? Well, I've got this one since I am on a number of licensed property. Oh, wait. He means you. <laughs> All right. Well. Well, I mean, you've done things for things. <laughs> I have. 
Yeah, I have been accused occasionally of doing things for things. Yeah. Sometimes, uh, you know, accused of doing things uh, to things. Wow. But, you know, that's not the time or the place here now. Why you can't enter several countries yeah. and municipalities. That's why I haven't been to Canada. All those things <sighs> I did to it. explains it. Um, I, yeah, I, I like both. Um, I think I've talked about sort of how to figure out working in existing properties and, and to work with characters. How to subvert them to how your to own them. whims. And, how to make uh, them gay and weird. How to, how to push your own agendas onto... Onto the youth. <laughs> well, not onto the youth, but just onto the characters. Yeah, which yeah. I definitely do. Yeah. Yeah, I have no, there's no shame in that. Mm. I try and force my ideologies and, and beliefs on mm -hmm. um, the yeah. unsuspecting public. Or the mildly suspecting public, if they have any. Like the Christians. That's... I'm precisely like that. Yep. Yeah, in every way. Mm -hmm. um, I like both a lot. I, I just I just started doing um, my own kind of webcomic thing, which is the first thing I've done that was like my own characters. It wasn't just me since pretty much I wrote um, stories in high school. So I'm really enjoying that. It's actually kind of fun and to think about that stuff and, and kind of build up these little worlds. So I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with that. It's neat. It's new. Different. I think I had to take all this time writing other people's stuff before I was confident enough to try and invent my own, <laughs> my own characters. So that was fun. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sounds like a good answer. Thanks, Chris. I don't know how Donnie Kicklider couldn't be pleased with that answer. I hope that he is. I hope he's kicking up dust on his way down to the mine. Yeah, he looks like he, he looks miner esque. Yeah. But also like adventure guy. Yeah. So you know, I mean, who knows what this dude's about? I feel like he's. Like the go-to guy in some sort of Western town, like a little video game Western town, mm -hmm. where he's just like peeking around and investigating. Mm -hmm. He looks like a human Diglett. <laughs> he does look a bit like a human Diglett. Yeah, mm -hmm. Dig human Diglett in clothes. Everyone yeah. who is listening to this podcast, you need to go look up this person's Twitter icon so yeah. that you know what we're talking about. At Deaf by Jazz Hands. That's Deaf, D-E-A-F, not Deaf, just just in case. So it's Deaf, not Deaf. Yeah. Hmm. Just so people are clear, it's death, hmm. not death. Hmm. Mm -hmm. hmm. um, this is a good question too, though. You should, you should. Yeah, uh, I'm going to ask this question. Well, we can both answer. Answer. We can both answer. We this can both question. answer this question together. Um, but I am not sure that I can pronounce this person's name. Do you want to? Do you want to give it a shot? No. <laughs> um, we can say their Twitter name. At Staz Attack. Yeah, it's S, S T A Z Attack. I'm sorry. What Just, she meant was <laughs> S T A Z Attack. S T A Z. Yeah. You're adding extra letters. There's no point. Okay. It's not S-T-A-Z-E-D attack. This person wants to know, uh, do you face a lot of doubts slash insecurity when you are writing? And if so, how do you ever overcome it? I'm saying a lot of words mm -hmm. bad. Yeah. You seem to be a little uh, tongue-tied today. <laughs> it's an experience. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So they want to know that. Do you face a lot of doubts, insecurities when you are writing? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On account of uh, uh, writing is uh, hard. Yeah. Also crippling anxiety. Oh, yeah. We got that in space. Oh, yeah. Any, uh, really, I mean, <laughs> all of the creative things just lead to uh, crippling anxiety and uh, self-doubt and insecurity and never feeling like things are good enough. You know, if you're a, uh, yeah, if you're a, uh, if you're a creative type, mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, unless you're one of those weirdos who's creative. And has confidence. I don't. 
I can't imagine what that's like. Cannot imagine. Couldn't even begin to fathom. I mean, there's those like brief moments sometimes when you're making something or drawing something and you're like, oh yeah, this is pretty good. But I mean, it is inevitably followed by the I wonder crushing. how I'm going to ruin it. Yeah. And like, or like when you pencil something and it looks beautiful and then you ink it. And, and you're, you're like, like, oh, wow, yeah. I'm glad I let, uh, you know, um, the version of me that has had a stroke ink this. <laughs> yeah, pr pretty much. Or like, this looks really great. And then I color it and edit it. And I'm like, oh, right, I'm not a colorist. And this is pure hot garbage. This is, stinks like a hot summer dumpster. Exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know how you overcome it. I guess you just keep doing it anyway. Mm -hmm. um, there's no, I've certainly not found any trick to do to overcoming it other than just like, boy, that deadline's sure coming up. Yeah, <laughs> obligation is pretty much the way I get over it. It's one of those things that's like, okay, well, even if I hate this and even if I'm terrified of it and, you know, even though I'm completely doubting myself, um, it has to get done and I need to pay my rent. Mm -hmm. So I need to send in this script or finish this cover or I will not eat. Money is a, is a thing that will uh, make you a grand some, motivator. Is a, <laughs> it's the ultimate motivator, I think. I think or more uh, moneylessness yes. is a grand motivator. The fear of moneylessness yeah. as well. The fear of not being able to uh, purchase uh, Disney Infinity 2.0 uh, and all of its uh, ensuing little googaws and tchotchkes when they are released next week is an ultimate motivator of, I need to make sure these things happen. Which ones are you going to get? All of them. All of them? I really do want all of them. I mean, which is scary to say, knowing how much they cost. Mm -hmm. um, but they all look so much fun. They're also, a, you know... Uh, just from a design sense, the fact that it's like, oh, that Spider-Man is going to fit in perfectly with uh, that Mr. Incredible over there. Mm -hmm. Or that, uh, you know, that Gamora and Vanellope can hang out right next to each other. And uh, Yeah, that have, Gamora looks really cool. Have tons of fun being uh, super cool friends, you know. Um, that would be a really good team up. I, oh, man. Yes. Yeah. I would read that. Yeah. Um, you know, so just anything that has sort of like a, anytime there's like little toys that have like a unified design aesthetic across large uh, spectrum of properties is mm -hmm. yeah you should for the for the audience at home you should see <laughs> you probably shouldn't you should see the collection yeah. of pop vinyls that Chris Haley uh, has in his possession. Come be ashamed of this grown man. <laughs> well, I've only <laughs> roll just... up, roll up. See the man with too much stuff. <laughs> I've only just started collecting these. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think you could even say you collect them. I have, have two. I have two. Yeah. and one of them is currently in Massachusetts, waiting to be shipped. We're gonna to get you. Some, I left it there. We'll get you some more while you're here. I would like to. All right. Because um, I have, I only have Buffy, which I found like I lucked upon in a hot topic in Massachusetts. Tell me more. I've already told you this story. Uh, no, I know. I was saying that as though I was uh, a new listener. Oh, okay. Do it again. Okay, anyway, so I was in this hot <laughs> topic in Massachusetts and uh, found this um, San Diego Comic-Con exclusive of Buffy where she has, like, battle damage, um, which uh, a number of other people people I know had. number of other people. <laughs> yeah. You're doing great, kid. Thanks. You're doing great. Thanks. It's my first <laughs> podcast. Um which a number of people I knew had bought for about 60 or $70, and I found it for 10 bucks at Hot Topic. They bought it for that much, like unto fools. As if they were 
pure idiots. Yeah, as if they were foolish with their money. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I got that and was very excited about it. I didn't think I would have bought one otherwise. And I mean, I, yeah, because I work in a comic book store and we have so many of these. I mean, we have Windows and... and is your Buffy... What, what, is, what makes her a variant? Um, she's battle damaged. Oh. So instead of... Which is your fetish. Yeah. Battered... No, I'm not going to say it. Um, no, just not, battle damage. Just battle damage. That is your particular <laughs> toy fetish. Yeah, battle damage. I have a, a you know, I have a battle damage He-Man from yeah. childhood. You know, that's yeah. a popular thing. Yeah. You don't have to be ashamed. This is a no judgment zone, specifically on this couch. I'm just generally ashamed. Of things? Just of things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so I found this Buffy. And yeah, it was, I mean, it's the same as the Buffy you would normally get, except you But the story like, is still going. She has a black eye or something. Yeah. This is ri- anyway. <laughs> so I got it and then I was so excited about it. And when I got home, the day I got home, we got in the Guardians of the Galaxy pop vinyls at uh, my comic book shop. And uh, yeah, Chris is currently pointing to the Star Lord he has that I almost bought for him and I'm glad I didn't. I would have taken two. So close to generosity. I'm really glad I dialed yeah. it back. Yeah. Um, I like how so many of your stories about uh, me al- or about me almost getting presents. I've had a present for you sitting in the room I'm staying in since I got here, and you won't let me give it to you. Fair enough. It's going to be really great. Okay. Okay. Good deal. Anyway, um, so yeah, that's the extent of my collection. But yeah, I like how that all also came from a how do you overcome your security your insecurities when writing? And it's like, well, <laughs> let us tell you about these toys first. At least it's a little more relevant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. I think a lot of people say that, though, that it's like um, really the biggest thing to get over those things is just like, oh, I well, regardless of how I feel about it, I've got to turn it in. Yeah. It is due today or, it, you know, it is due like this is I'm those deadlines will do wonders. But I mean, that's how a lot of people go through all of their lives. It's like, boy, I'm never going to write this paper mm-hmm. until it is the night before it's due or. Yeah. And that's the one thing that I will always say in favor of art school, because I mean, I didn't finish because the program at my university wasn't really directed towards what I wanted to do. I mean, there was no real illustration or sequential art program there at all. And I was starting to get into it as I left and they were like, uh, well, we have one class. So <laughs> I bailed on that. But for people who go to school for that, I mean, you know, Yes, obviously, you're going to learn a lot from instructors, but it's even just being forced to produce so much work and having to do it. And, like, you can't just be like, oh, well, I'm self-conscious, so I'm not going to hand in this final assignment. You need to pass. There's also kind of like that, there's that, you know, that famous Chuck Jones saying, and this is, and, you know, I mean, I'm sure he didn't make this up, but, I mean, it's like, you know, he's famously said it about that thing about how every artist has like a hundred thousand bad drawings in them. Yeah. And it's like the quicker, and I assume this goes like writers have a, you know, million bad words in them or sentences or whatever in them. A million bad words. Gracious. (laughs) Where, where will you even come up with that many? Old English, several different languages. So it's like, but it's like you have like a hundred thousand bad drawings in you Mm -hmm. as an artist. And it's like the quicker, the more you draw, the quicker you get through those bad ones. Right. So it's, I mean, I'm, Practice and uh, necessity are probably the two biggest things, unless you are, like we said, one of those, uh, one of those freaks that is creative and confident. Yeah, I don't. We'll steal. We'll kill you and steal your powers. <laughs> yeah, if only. Oh my lord! If only that were such a thing. If you really could just eat someone. Have you ever seen that movie, Ravenous? No. Okay. Well, it's about. It's got Guy Pierce and. Um, wow. Uh, yeah. Guy Pierce and Jeffrey Jones. Are you titillated enough yet? I am. Um, uh, it's also got, um, oh shoot, what's the guy's name from uh, Train Spotting? Which one? Hugh McGregor? No. Of, the of, older guy? Uh, Robert Carlyle. Robert Carlyle, yeah. yeah. 
uh, it's got them and they're like, uh, they're, it's, it's in the 1800s, I believe. And they're like, uh, I think it's in America and the, like the American wilderness and there, uh, there's a fort. Anyway, the whole point of the story is like stuff keeps happening and, uh, people keep eating people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's sort of like a weird historical horror, uh, but it's not really like a horror movie. It's more like a, I can't believe this is happening movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but where, when they eat people, they, uh, it, it, it doesn't so much give them, it's not like it gives them powers, but it does empower them. Yeah. Just knock it back. What? Alcohol is how you podcast. Yep. Um, yeah, it's like, it, it, you know, they, they, <laughs> they heal from wounds more quickly if they kill and eat someone. Okay, cool. Uh, and I always think about that movie when I see someone who is especially talented and I think, boy, if only I could kill and eat them and be as talented as they are. See, my only thing that was the closest to that, I mean, other obviously than like Highlander being like, mm-hmm. you know, was... Cause there's, I had, there's, a not, there's a lot less eating mm-hmm. of people in Highlander. Well, do you have to eat them? Like, isn't it enough to kill them and take their... Just like, you don't take it. No, I mean, you absorb. get the power. I mean, you get it from from the eating. See, my, like, I had this tenuous grasp of X-Men when I was younger. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't like where this is headed. Okay, I'm not even going to finish No, that. no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let's... Well, and all I knew... Uh, because I, I mean, I watched the cartoon and, and mm-hmm. I didn't, I'm getting real embarrassed as I talk. Good. That is the appropriate response. <laughs> you ever response. want to feel bad about your knowledge about comic books, just start talking to Chris Haley. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> um, was that Rogue, I mean, had, you know, absorbed up Miss Miss Marvel's stuff in yep. her brain and her, her stuff. stuff. <laughs> her stuff, her powers. And you're a writer. I am. New York Times, New York Times best-selling author. She absorbed her stuff. <laughs> you should read my erotica. <laughs> oh, oh. oh, gracious. Anyway, so I, I think of that. I think of, like, wouldn't it be nice to go up to someone's table at a convention and just be able to um, absorb their abilities. Leave them way. in a coma. Leave them in a coma and have them sort of haunt your brain. Yeah. Um, Sounds good. Yeah, I mean, great. no downside. No, it'd be awesome. Um, there, uh, we got another question as we were talking. I saw that. I've yeah. been trying to read it for the entirety of since it came up, and I've been unsuccessful until right now. Okay. Do you want to read it, and then you can answer it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, James Leach was at James D. Leach mm. on Twitter. Obviously, yeah. That's what that in front of it means. Yeah, you may that. you may just be tuning in and have no idea how social media works. Don't I don't know why you would choose to jump into the podcast, you know, like at the 40 minute mark. So I don't know why people do a lot of things. That's true. You know, I don't know why people uh, make uh, movies uh, with people from Duck Dynasty. Like, Does I don't that know. exist? Are there? Oh, wait, yeah. We were I don't know. I don't know why Duck Dynasty. Um, <laughs> just in general. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, so I don't know lots of things why they happen. I, and I also don't know lots of things. Surprise, I, I see the surprise in your face, but as it turns out, there are lots of things I don't know. Um, so James Leach asks, yes. Chris, as you're a big fan of Superman, what's the story that best sums up your view of him in under 10 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's just he's asking for like one story. So yeah. I mean, that's like a sentence okay. maybe, or like you know, just a title. Um, well, I think, well... I was wrong. I'm about to make this into a much longer thing. <laughs> in under 10 minutes and maybe yeah. under five. No, no, no. I'll do it. I'll do it like this. Um, 
the the quick version of this is like there's two different ways I approach this. Like when I want to introduce someone to Superman or like or sort of really what I think about Superman. Um, if it's if I'm trying to get someone who has no background in Superman, uh, you know, or has has never just like I don't get why super why you like Superman so much. If some kind of you know idiot says something <laughs> like that to me, um, some pure. Some pure junk person. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, some subhuman wants to come ask me why I like Superman so much. Um, no, <laughs> Sorry, folks who don't care for Superman. That's fine. You don't really say sorry like that. Uh, I didn't say it like that. Okay, so you that don't even know what your own... Oh, I wasn't even doing it. That's just how it's pronounced. Answer the Superman question. Um, the thing that I would give people who uh, who've kind of never or especially people who don't even necessarily have a background in comics. It's just like, I want to try to give people something to like, understand why I think, you know, why Superman is so great is uh, Superman birthright, which is a readily available uh, trade uh, by uh, written by Mark Wade with art by uh, Lionel Yu. Um, it is the best, like it is uh, astounding to me that when they made man of steel, they didn't just make that comic into a movie because they were clearly trying to do like a thing that reintroduced Superman. You know, they did the whole origin again and showed Krypton and everything. Um, and it's, I mean, and they stole some stuff from it. I mean, but they own it. So I guess it's not really stealing. Um, they stole some of the good ideas from it. Um, but that's the thing that I would give to somebody to go like, if you just have like no background in Superman, that's like a perfect thing to go like, this will tell you everything you need to know about why this guy is so great and like what he can do and like his world and blah, blah, blah. Uh, and it's like, it's the perfect like modernization of the character with still, you know, without uh, unnecessary things or without, you know, the way the new 52 did it. Um, the But then for me personally, like it's that one. And then the other thing is like, if you had a, you can give people all-star Superman, but I don't think that's as, as, and that's like my favorite comic of all time. And as much as that is like, uh, a beautiful, just amazing, well-written, uh, beautifully drawn thing, not a writer. Yeah, um, no, that's fine. Uh, it's okay when I use words like thing and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we all have our off days, but. Yeah. Well, I don't have New York Times bestselling author in front of my name on my business card. So. Well, I didn't. It's not on my business cards yet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. See. See. Yeah. So, but uh, All Star Superman. uh, All Star Superman is great for just like a normal read. Like I let my uh, seventy-something-year-old cousin who raised me uh, read issue ten, which is like possibly the best issue of the series. Like I just let her read that one. Like we kind of sat there and read it together. Um, That was the first comic I bought when I got an iPad. Like I already had the comics, but I was like, oh, comiXology, let me buy a comic and see what this is like. And I bought that one and we sat there and read it together on the iPad. And she really liked it. I mean, uh, she has a history of knowing about Superman just from raising me, Mm -hmm. but uh, you know, she doesn't really know a lot about him. Uh, but all-star Superman does benefit from if you have like, that's like a love letter to Superman more than it is like, it's still a great Superman story, but it's way more like a love letter to all things Superman than it is just a great Superman story. So if you've had like a lifelong love of Superman, uh, there's so many neat 
nods to things and such wonderful kind of moments where it's like, oh, this really pays that off, or it's like, oh, you know, just whatever. So, I mean, uh, I think people always expect me to say All Star Superman when they ask me questions about like what the best Superman thing is, but right. and it's my favorite, but I think Birthright is the best thing, and a runner up would be uh, Superman Secret Identity, which is not. It's about Superman, but not, um, and uh, is really great too. So there's your answer. We did it. All right. Well, that's our show. Uh, thank you so much to Chris Haley for being on it and, and being such a delight of a person. Um, if you want to find him on the internet, you can find him most of the time with the username the Chris Haley. You can find him at the Chris Haley on Twitter and the Chris Haley. Tumblr.com. You can also go to letsbefriendsagain.com. You can find his comics, Everybody Strips, on Comics Alliance. And uh, gravityfallsgossiper.com as well. Gossiper has one P. I'm going to the Memphis Comic Expo with him this weekend. That's September 13th. And then, uh, again, the Dublin International Comic Expo, September 27th to 28th. And that's going to be a delight. Many things are a delight to me. <laughs> New York Comic Con is shortly after. And, uh, yeah, in the meantime, if you want to rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher, that would be really cool. If you want to keep us in both furs and minks, consider donating on villagesoundcast.com. If you have any questions or want more, you can find us on Facebook, on Twitter at LTLcast, and you can get the show notes at lessthanlivecast.tumblr.com. Have a great week, and I will miss you. how you don't know this by now but this was a village soundcast network original production i wish you were on every episode i don't know why i'm not i'm not doing anything i mean shit